Today we're going to look at the Beatitudes found in Matthew, the fifth chapter. To understand this in context of the scripture, we must see this as the first public sermon Jesus spoke. In this sermon, every sermon that has ever been preached in the name of God is found. In it, we find the true nature of God, of how God looks upon us and how we need God so much in our lives. Matthew, the fifth chapter. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Let us pray. Dear Lord, open up our hearts that we may grow in grace and understand these words spoke from that mountainside so many years ago, yet are being spoke today again to our hearts. Lord, let us know we come as that crowd in the first century with our troubles and our worries and there we encounter God. We encounter his loving son, Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, let us claim this in the life we live, that we may grow in grace and understand what truly is being offered here. In Jesus' holy, sweet name we pray. Amen. One of the earliest studies I had in seminary was on the Beatitudes, studying how Jesus taught in Matthew the fifth chapter. In this sermon, he closes with a challenge and he says to the believers, to the followers, to the ones who are there, be ye perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. That's a high calling. That's a difficult thing to do in a life that's so riddled with sin. Seems like we can't live a day without the troubles, without the ideas, the thoughts, the patterns, the actions. Who are we? We are weak and frail. We're fragile vessels. Just when we think we figured it out, we go and do something really not smart. That's the crowd that came to see Jesus that day. And when he saw the crowd, as Christ did so many times, he had compassion on the crowd. God has compassion on us. He doesn't want to understand our troubles. He wants to overcome our troubles. He doesn't want to justify our actions. He wants to create in us a new heart, a clean heart. So when Jesus saw the crowd, he was not thinking he's going to do therapy with the crowd and try to commiserate with them and their troubles. He was looking upon the crowd as potential disciples 
as individuals who could step up and step into the circle of faith and join the family of God. So he saw the crowd, and he went up on a mountain. Mountains have a lot to do with God's grace. I love the mountains. I can't wait till one day, by the grace of God, I'll be able to get on the mountain and teach a lesson and preach a sermon and stand by a cross. But today, this is my mountain. Mamers is my mountain. Lillington is my mountain. Spring Hill, it may be a hill, but it's my mountain. So Jesus went up on the mountain. And then he did what great teachers do. He sat down. I could demonstrate that, but I have trouble getting up again. You have to help me get up. But he sat down and his disciples, they gathered around him. And the people gathered around because they came not to be taught. This wasn't an academic class they needed to grade in. They came because their hearts were hurting. Their lives were troubled. They were broken and they needed someone to breathe hope into their being because all they had gotten from their religion and their faith and their lives was emptiness and words only and nothing to it. An empty temple where God no longer dwelled and the Ark of the Covenant was missing. And they got false preachers and teachers coming and telling them what they needed to do. And they're looking for hope in the midst of a dark land and a land of shadow. That's unlike America, doesn't it? That sounds like here. That sounds like this nation we live in and this world we live in. As smart as we've gotten, what has it gotten us? Nothing but heartache. Nothing but trouble. The faster we go, the faster we crash. The higher we fly, the more we fall. This started last Wednesday night at the Bible study. <laughs> uh, isn't that right? I mean, those that went to the study, you saw it, this fire, because we've been studying grace, and grace has the ability to light a fire in our souls. So he went up, he sat down, his disciples came, the crowd gathered, and he began to speak, and he taught them many things. If you got something to say, you say it. If you got a problem with what I say, you take it up with God, not with the staff parish, because only God can change what I say. You think you know? You need to learn. You need to sit down and learn. You need to be humble. And quit pretending. Now we're going to have some love. So how do we learn? How do we grow in grace? How do we show love? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. There's been a debate about what the meaning of these beatitudes are. Some say it's God's grace in the midst of our condition. So they would say this scripture means those that are poor in spirit, meaning they need a closer walk with the Lord, and they are offered as a reward for that closer walk the kingdom of heaven. But today we're going to take this a step further and understand what it truly means. For this is a revolutionary text. 
Understand what Jesus is doing here has never been done. He is speaking of God in terms we have never seen before. The vindictive God, the God of justice, the God of armies, the God of war, the God of power, the God of might, the God of rulers, all the Old Testament, the God of stories, the God of families being called. This is about something more. Not a God over there, but a God here, up close and personal. A personal God, a living God. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I'll tell you what I'm here for. I'm not here for looks, because I definitely don't have that. Some of you do. Some of you are beautiful people. All of you are. <laughs> I have to say all of you, because I'll be in trouble if I don't. But you are. You're beautiful people. All of you. But you're not here to be seen. I hope you're not. You're here because you want to go to heaven. I hope. I hope that's what your goal is. Well, we all need to check which direction we're actually going today because some aren't. I have to say it. I'm a shepherd. I see sheep. And sometimes sheep go the wrong direction. Blessed are the poor in spirit. In other words, what Christ is saying is if you don't need God, he don't need you. I know that's hard. But it's true. If you don't have time for God, you think he's got time for you. You think in all the creation he's made of all the stars and wonders of all the things he has made with his hands. But he does care. Or he wouldn't have said these words on that mountainside so many years ago. Blessed are you when you need me. When you're poor in spirit. Because when you need me, I'm going to hand you a kingdom. Are you ready for it? Is this kingdom going to have love in it or hate? Is it going to be backbiting? People, listen to me. Quit the gossip and the murmuring. It's going to lead you to destruction. It is not a little sin. It is a big sin. Shame on you. Quit that talking. Quit using Facebook as a way to express your anger or your disconcern. Nobody cares. There's only trolls on there watching you to tear somebody else down. Did I get an amen on that? I think I did. Our culture is just, oh my Lord, have mercy. Children, we can't play this game because people matter. The truth matters. Our culture is playing a dangerous game and this game will only lead to destruction and loss of faith. Have we not seen it break down the very culture we're living in at levels that have never been seen before? Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. My goodness. What is Jesus saying here? He's saying to us, I'm not a God who made a system that you live and die in. I'm a God who cares. Jesus wept when his friend died. 
What binds us together and what binds this church together is the morning. I have been here long enough that I have said goodbye and hello to many of our family members and friends. And not once, never, has there been any lack of love from this church. You are a godly people. You are a people of the resurrection. You are a people of that love. And I'm not a pastor who pretends to not have lived in a world where I know what it means to lose. I know what it means to lose a lot. But that doesn't make me less of a person. It makes me more of a child of God because the more I live into that pain, the more I find the love of God, which is what this word comfort means. God loves me more the more I need to be loved. Do you see the theme starting to go on here? First, if you need me, I'm there for you. Now let's look at how you need me. What are you crying about? What are you crying about? dead send the people away let me go see this little girl what do I say to her get up little girl (laughs) arrive the daddy's crying the family's now alive again because the daughter is alive my God does not like this sin and death Sin and death are the enemies that he will cast into the bottomless pit. It is our enemy. We're not the enemy. Sin and death are the enemy. I despise sin. I despise death. I never speak of death during a service of death and a service of life and resurrection. I speak of life. Jesus is saying, blessed are those who mourn. And in that congregation that day, there were many who said goodbye who are now saying hello to hope in their life because they are meeting one who not only speaks the truth, he is the truth. Not only one who teaches the truth, who performs the truth. The one who raises the dead back to life again. And he doesn't stop there, but he takes it now to a you-know home. (laughs) He takes it now to us. He said, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. The meek. Who are the meek? I'm not meek. I'm the 49ers. I'm not meek. I'm the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not meek. I'm going to go out there and dominate and play on the field and be the number one man. I'm not meek, and my fans are going to scream and holler and dress up and paint themselves. I'm not meek. You ever stumped your toe? You ever had your heart ripped out? You ever been betrayed by somebody you love? Have you ever been put in your place? We're all meek. We're all meek. We're not the animal we think we are. We're not the land shark. You know, they just found a new species of shark that can walk. That's all we need right now in this world. (laughs) My Lord have mercy. What is going on here? We were afraid of the water. Now we don't want them knocking on our door. Who's there? Land shark. Land shark hood. 
There's a joke. I won't get to the rest of it. See, we're meek. We're like the little lemurs. You know, we pop back in the hole and we come up and we're shaking. We're scared because the world is a bad place. I, you children say, I'm not scared. Yes, you are. I'm scared too. I'm scared of this uh, you know, virus going along. I mean, I, I'm scared. I, I'm scared of uh, crazy people. I'm scared. We went out to eat last night, and there were all types of policemen at the athletic foot up there in Sanford. I think they were robbing it or something. There were police everywhere, and uh, we didn't know if to go in and eat our Chinese food or not, but we finally took up the nerve, and we went in there, but I kept watching the window to see if anything was going to happen. I can't even enjoy a good egg roll without having to worry about the world we're living in. See, the people going that day to see Jesus were scared. They were scared the Romans would pick them up and crucify them. They were scared of their lifespan, which was very short, only about 35 years. I mean, think about that. And here they are, and Jesus says, the God that you now are hearing is saying, you need me because you're weak. And what does the scripture say? I am strong. Blessed are the meek, for they'll get what? Well, not only do we get heaven, but we get earth. It's not survival of the fittest. It's not uh, uh, evolution defined. By the way, that's not true anyway. People think it's true, but it's not. Blessed are those who hunger. Because now Jesus had been speaking a while, and the people gathered there were starting to get hungry, which is what people do, and they're doing it now. Here, there's soup, right? Sandwiches. So what else is over there, Brad? Soup, sandwiches, who knows what else is over there? There's young people, we're going to have a good time. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Not only do we need God, we're empty and we need to be filled by the love of God. For he says they will be filled. Do you, do you see what's happening here? It's it in Ten Commandments written on a mountainside saying you have to do this, this, and this, and this is the rule you have to follow. This is now a God who's up close and personal saying, I know you, but do you know me? We can be a happy family. Some of you know what this is. Some of you were raised on Barney, right? I don't know if this generation was, but I know this older generation was. I love you, you love me. We're a happy family. They're, they're cracking up back here. They're, they're loving it. Ain't that right? I don't know the rest of the words, and you should be very thankful for that. <laughs> Blessed are those who are hungry and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful. Now he's telling us how to treat others with mercy. When you are merciful, God is merciful. 